In the previous segment, we introduced the principles of Divrei Shemirach Chuvin Vichmesurim Dami and Mitzvah Lekam Divrei In this segment, we study several important shuvos that discuss the application of these principles to modern wills. On pages 99 and 100 of the booklet, we have a tshuva of the Binyan Tzion. She'ela's the tshuva is Binyan Tzion HaChadasha, Simon Chavtalad. She'ela. Bari Sha'asa Shtartzava Barakos. A bari, healthy person, he made a Shtartzava, a will, Barakos, in court. V'tziva V'chasam Be'edim, he ordered and he signed with witnesses. She'ploni Yikabal Zeh, Ploni Zeh. He designated various beneficiaries. And to each of his actual heirs, he also gave instructions as to what each one should get from his estate. He designated Apotropsim, executors, who after he died, they would take, take possession of his property, of his estate. And, and they would be in charge of carrying out the will of giving to all the beneficiaries whatever he instructed. The Yarshim, the actual heirs, did not object to this will. We don't know, though, why they didn't object. Is it because they, they accept, they agree that all the beneficiaries should get whatever, the, whatever their father, whatever the Morish designated that he should get? Or because they think it's hopeless to object. Really, they really they don't particularly want uh, want these beneficiaries to get what what the Morish promised them. Really, they they want whatever they're entitled to. Alpidim Torah, but they're misyayishim. Sheyodim sheashtarish shuhukam barakos v'minin kamadina. They know that a will that was established in court, a star that was established in court according to the custom of the country, a moel iru negdo. There's nothing they can do to block it. Vihine haputrapsim asu kafiyashen stabu. The, the Apotropsim, they did whatever they were commanded to do. There were some beneficiaries who were Yireim, who were Shomrei Torah Mitzvahs, and they're not sure what to do now. Can they accept whatever they were given in the will? Because they know that there was no proper Kenyan. The, the Morish never... The Morish never made a Kenyan, a valid Kenyan Alpidin Torah, apparently, that would grant them the right to the property. The Yarshim, the actual Yarshim of Torah, are entitled to all the property. And these Yireim, these beneficiaries who are observant, that who care about the, the, the halach of the Torah, they don't know. They don't know if the Yarshim are really Mochel, or as they just said, they, they think it's pointless to fight it, but they're not really Mochel. Why can't we ask them? The Yarshim are not around. We can't, we can't ask them what their position is. Is there any possibility that they're doing anything wrong? They're doing an Avera. Is there anything wrong with accepting what, the, what was given to them in the will, what Apotropos were giving to them, or, is there, or are they allowed to take it? So the Benyantzion has a, an intricate discussion of the rules of Mitzvah Lekayim Divrei Ames, so he brings, he brings various shittas of the Rishonim, some of which we discussed in the previous segment. The Benyantzion, he, uh, he puts it very nicely. He says, he says that the Rishonim struggle with all these, all these limitations and qualifications of the rule of Mitzvah Lekayim Divrei Ames. We saw the Rishonim have kashas, sometimes we don't apply it. The way he summarizes it is, he says, the Rishonim needed all these halukim, because of Stiris in the Gemara, Shabbat Arba Makomos, there are four places in the Gemara 
where we do find the Gemara does say Mitzvah Lekam Diver Emes, and he enumerates them with the Gimel Makomas, Mashmur Lamrin and Cain. There are three places where we don't say, as we, as we discussed previously, we discussed the, the Gemara of Istrigiyara doesn't bring Mitzvah Lekam Diver Emes, and other Gemaras do. The Gemara, the, the, uh, that the other Gemaras do, the Sugi of Holech Manalaploni and Gitin, and the Sugiya of the, the Shifcha, the other Gemara and Gitin. So there are four Gemaras that do, that do assert Mitzvah Lekam Diver Emes, there are three Gemaras that don't. And that's why he says the Rishonim struggle with all these different shitas when we do say Mitzvah Lekam Diver Emes, when we don't. So he goes through the, the shitas at some length. And then, and then the, toward the end of the tshuva, on page 100, he writes as follows. The bottom line, is as follows. That our question of whether this will that was executed, that was uh, done in court, whether Mitzvah Lekam Diver Emes applies, there's no proper opinion, but the question is whether Mitzvah Lekam Diver Emes applies to such a will, depends on all these shitas. If you need hashlasha, if you need the property to have been given into a third party, that's the key. That's the key criterion which is missing here. There was no hashlasha. The, 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 the fellow's assets were in his own rishos. He didn't give them over to a third party. So according to that shita, which he calls shitas rebeinatam harishona, then there is no mitzvah lekam diveremes. However, according to the other shitas, he says there is. It's another version of Rabbeinatam, another sheet of Rabbeinatam, that it depends on whether the, whether the matanas he made were specifically for L'Achar Misa, or it could have been carried out Mechayim, as long as they were done L'Achar Misa, we do say Mitzvah Remes, even without Hashlasha, then here also, yeah, this is a will, the will is specifically, exclusively, to be, to be uh, carried out after death, and you would say Mitzvah L'Kam Remes. According to those we shown him, the Rivam and the Ramban, also, you say Mitzvah Lekam Diver Emes, Kivu Demina Putrapsim, Mishluchel Mekayim Tavasim. The Rivam and the Ramban, he brought earlier, they are the ones who say that you have to say Beferish Tnu of Tinasim, but if you just say Zelaploni, you have to give actual orders to someone to do it. If you just say this should go to so and so, that's not Mitzvah Lekam Diver Emes. We saw that Rivam in the previous segment, but he says here also, he appointed an Apotrapis, and he Shluchim, he, he appointed people and said, you, you, your, your job is I want you to carry it out, that, that's good. Therefore, he says, according to most of the Rishonim, he says, which is the one criterion that does not apply here, he says, that is a Das Yechid. Even though the Shulchan Aruch does pass like Rabbeinu Tam, he says, but nevertheless, Rabbeinu Tam is a Das Yechid. In a normal case, with a Yarshim Amuchzuk in the estate, they have the property that, that was their, that had been their father's, and the beneficiaries are being Tovea. There we talk a Paskin, the, the Shulchan Shulchan Paskin, like Rabbeinu Tam. That's the Yarshim can say, since the property wasn't Mushlash, we are not bound by Mitzvah Lekam Divrei Ames, and we are going to keep it. So that's true, he says, in a case with a Yarshim Amuchzuk. However, he says, in our case, Mikolokam Hacha Shayirusha Muchzek is Apotropsim. Here the Apotropsim had possession of the property. After his death, they went and took the property. So then, then he says, we don't have to worry about Rashidus Rameinutam. Even if the Yarshim would be explicitly saying, we don't, we don't want to honor this will, we, we, we're not mochal anything, we want whatever we're entitled to, Alpidin Torah. Nevertheless, Misafek and Matzin Miyadam, Umiyat Hazoch. Misafek, Misafek, we would not say, well, Rameinutam says that the Yarshim get it because it wasn't Hushlash. In other, in other words, the Apotropsim didn't get it until after he died. It wasn't Hushlash Mechaim. 
But nevertheless, just because of Rebbeinu Tam, you, you, you're not going to be motzi, even though Rebbeinu Tam is brought by the Shulchan Aruch, the Torah of the Shulchan Aruch, we're not going to be motzi from the Apotropsim and the Zochim based on, based on Rebbeinu Tam, because on the contrary, many we shown and disagree with Rebbeinu Tam. So the, if, 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 if the beneficiaries, the Apotropsim, are Muktakim, they can say, we go, we go like the Cholkim on Rebbeinu Tam, and you can't tell us that you want the money back because it wasn't hushlash like Rebbeinu Tam, because we can take Kimli like the Shittas that are Cholik on Rebbeinu Tam, all the other Rishon. Kolshkin Shein Rabbim. There are a number of Shittas, not just one Shittah. Kimli is what you often say when there's a minority of Shittas on your side. Here there's a Rabbim against Rebbeinu Tam. And Ayin Kesek Dola, Shafilot Deshemayim, Ain Terkel Achser, Hekshon Kimli. Kimli is a solid Taina. It's not just like... it's not just like a bedieved. It's not just like mikra din. Kimli means even lachatchila, even lasei shemayim. You don't have to. You don't have to pay it out. Ayn sham sheherach betnam bin shabina lomer kimli veinachad shemisnagel lomer kim kan kimli. Here we zicher say kimli. He says we zicher say kimli to so that that type of drops and the beneficiaries can keep the money. Chein nerim mitshuvas marib and levanal shugamkin lokas of lachas shadash minu tan bin amushlash elahechid ayarshim mukzakim. He also he says that 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 we go like Rebbeinu Tam that we don't submit to the Kaim Divramais when the Yarshim Amokzik. That's when he says they could say we're not giving up the money because we have Shittas Rebbeinu Tam that, that it wasn't Hushlash so we don't have to be Mekayim Divramais. Ain't the Achal Hotzim Yadim. I'll be Shittas Cholkim Al Rebbeinu Tam. But in came Meila Mashma Echish Ain't a Mokzakim. That's all because of the Yarshim are Mokzakim. But if the Yarshim are not Mokzakim, that betrops him and the beneficiaries are Mokzakim. We're not going to say, according to the, like Rabbeinu Tam, that there's no mitzvah l'kam de rameis, hekashen mushlash. We're going to say, no, they can go like the other Rishonim that there is a mitzvah l'kam de rameis, and they can hold on to the money. The Kolzef, this is all he says, even if the Yarshim explicitly reject the will, and, and, and they're not mochel, and they want whatever they're entitled to, al pi din tor. The Kolzef, ilu ha-Yarshim, arim neged sabah sameis. Ulfizeh, we don't have any. We, we don't know that the Yarshim are, are unhappy with the will. We say on the contrary. Probably they're happy to carry out their the, the wishes of the mace. The Adivikamachli. They know that, that that it may not be valid according to Dintar and their Mochel. Even if they want to do the right thing, not even Mikradin, they just want to do the right thing according to the Ratzna Torah, the Ratzna of Hashem, there is no problem at all. They can accept the, the bequests of the will. From Misa, they're in the hands of the Apotropis. They are the they are the Muksuk, and there's no, even they have no obligation to turn down. These bequests. So there are two very important points in the Binyan The first of them is he says that even without Hashlasha, in a case where the Yarshim are not Muksak, then we will apply Mitzvah to allow the Apotropsim and the beneficiaries to hold on to the money, even though Rabbeinu Tam's criterion, the, the, the criterion of Hushlash, which is brought on the Shulchan Aruch, is not satisfied. And B, he says, this whole discussion of whether Mitzvah applies is only if we know that the Yarshim. Don't agree. If we know the Yarshim don't accept the will, don't want to do the Mitzvah the, Kamdiv then we have to discuss whether the criteria are met or not, and who's Muksuk. But in a case where we don't know the position of the Yarshim, we have, he says, Mistama, we have the right to assume, he says, Mistama, we have the right to assume that they, Mistama, Nechelu, the Kamdiv Rameis, Mistama, they want to do what the May said, and therefore you can assume that they're, that, they're, that, that they're Maskim, and certainly when both these conditions are present, in his case, he says, Certainly, the beneficiaries 
the apotropsim can hold on to the money, even though they're Yireim and want to do the right thing, they don't have to worry that they're going against the, that they're going against the halach. On the next page, next couple of pages, pages 101 and 102, we have a famous tshuva of the Achiezer. The Shaila, he says, Al-Dvar Sheilaso, B'negeel HaTavah, Chashno HaManach. The person he was corresponding with, his, his son-in-law had died and left a will. Shekasa B'yosibari. He wrote the will as a bari, because of kol nechasev le'ishto, basa apotropsis. He gave all the property to his wife. He made her an apotropsis, a guardian. Achiyas is going to discuss. It wasn't entirely clear whether he meant it as a matano or a guardian, but he gave all the property to his wife and or made her a guardian. Shenimtza munachas b'shulchan shalo. The will is on his table, on his desk. Ksuva v'chasuma be'etzim yado be'edachan chasamala. He wrote it himself. It was signed by one witness. U'v'tavasu iniach master minachasev le'varam shebetzdaka. One clause in the will gave Maser a tenth of his estate for Tzedakah. So the, his correspondent's daughter, the, the, the widow of this, of this son-in-law of his who had passed away, his daughter-in-law wanted to know what to do. She's now the guardian. She was looking at herself apparently as the guardian of the property that her children, the, 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 the children of her and her late husband, she's their guardian. They're the Yarshim and she's the guardian. He made her the guardian. Should she carry out this tzava and give again the, the kids? The, the, the kids are, are minors. Should she, as the guardian, give the ten percent of the estate to tzedakah? So on the next page, on the page, so the discusses various halachic issues involved here. On the next page, on page one hundred two, he writes. Uh, he writes as She would have to if it's her money. She has to she would have the mitzvah to give the money to tzedakah. The Chazal tell us that if a person gives all his money to his wife, he doesn't mean to give it to her as a matonic gemurah, he means to make her an apotropis. And even if he would give her beferish as a matonic gemurah, you can't make a, a, a will fundamentally runs into a problem of Ein Shtar Lachamisa. If you try to make a will valid according to Alacha, if you give him a ton of Mechayim, that's fine. But a will means that the property doesn't leave your possession until you die. And that's a problem of Ein Shtar Lachamisa. So how can, how, how can a will be valid up the Alacha, the Achiezer says? A standard will. Maybe you'll tell me, since this will is legally valid, that's like Situmta. Achiezer is not invoking Din Malchus Adin. It was pashat him apparently that just because the law says it's, a, it's valid doesn't mean it should be valid. But Achiezer is proposing more of an indirect mechanism that the halacha is, even if you don't have a proper Kenyan, the halacha is even things that are not really a Kenyan, the Chazal tell us, the Gemara says, but if, if what you do is what the, the minig of the Sochrum to do, that Sochrum have a certain procedure that they consider a Kenyan, that works up the halacha. So maybe if the law says the will is valid, it's like a Situmta, because people tend to follow the law, so that becomes the minig. It doesn't matter, Lachiezer says. Lo adav situmta mishar kenyan of l'mari lachamisa. Situmta is like a kenyan, but it's not better than a kenyan. Even a real kenyan, a chalipin, a kenyan minatara, wouldn't work if it's if it's supposed to take effect lachamisa. So even the law, the law is like situmta, but it can't work lachamisa. And again, it seems posher to Lachiezer that din malchus adina can't override the halacha and and be, and be better than situmta and work lachamisa. Then he brings. Um, then he brings some more Masu Mata, and then he says, if you want, he, he, a few lines later, he says, if you want to talk about Mitzvah Lakam Divra Mace, being in Hushlash Mitchil Lakach, also you have to have Hashlasha, according to Benetam. 
Yarshim, or you have to have a direct command to the Yarshim, as per the various Rishonim. He brings a tshuva of Mordechai Benet and the Chesed Lavram, Harichu Ella, then he brings a Binyam Tzion, who says that if the Yarshim are not Muxak, we can be Selmech on the Shittas that say you don't need Ashlasha, not like Rabbeinu Tam, good. And then, but, then the Chiyetu says a very famous Chiddush. He says, he's, he's very tentative about it, but he proposes uh, a, a great Chiddush. He says, Gam mikvar he loma. It says, I, I have been accustomed to suggest that any case where the where the beneficiaries of the will are considered muksak based on the law, again, can't override Din Torah in this context, he assumes. He implicitly assumes. But any time where the beneficiaries would be muksak based on Din Dina, we're not going to simply follow the law. But the law is going to eliminate the need for hushlash. If the law makes the beneficiary muksak, that, that takes the place. That's instead of hushlash. You no longer need hushlash for mitzvah kam divramais to apply. So even though in wills in general there is no actual hushlash, so you don't deposit the money in the physical hands of a third party or in the hands of the beneficiaries themselves. Nevertheless, if the law gives them the property, the law recognizes the will and will and will the law order demands that it be carried out, that's considered as though they're hooksak, as though the beneficiaries are hooksak, even though they're not actually hushlash. And they're considered hooksak and hushlash, even though they're not actually hushlash. And that and that means Rabbeinu Tam Shita is no longer relevant. We don't have to worry about Mitzvah We don't have to say Rabbeinu Tam, that because of Rabbeinu Tam, there's no Mitzvah Lakam Divramais and Wills because there's no hushlash. No, the law takes the place of the hushlash. Says the Achiezer, El uh, that it, I haven't seen this explicitly, and I don't have a salad raya for this. So basically, Vachiezer, on the one hand, at the beginning of the paragraph, he assumes that we don't say din Dina directly to validate a will. It can't be better than Tzitumta, better than a regular Kenyan, which can't work Lachermisa, and a will, by definition, is Lachermisa. However, he has this great Chiddush, which he proposes tentatively, he has this great Chiddush that what, mitzvah, what, what din Dina can do, besides being a, a Tzitumta, is that it can take the place of hushlash, it can eliminate the need for hushlash, and therefore mitzvah l'kayim divirameis will apply even in the absence of an actual hushlash. Final tshuva we'll consider is a tshuva of Ramosha, Igrus Moshe, Eben Ezer, Chelagalov, Simon Kriftalad. This is on page 103 of the booklet. So Ramosha first writes that he also talks about Din Malchusa as applied to wills. He writes, the since the will is valid and enforceable, and the law will demand that it be carried out, even though it is, as Lachiezer noted, it's a kini lachermisa, then kini lachermisa, because it's not, the, it's not the person writing the wills anymore, the property leaves his rishus when he dies, so he can't make a kini lachermisa. It's mistaver that Dina Melchusina will not work to make a Kenyan Lachamisa. This is similar to what Zachiezer said as well. If there's no Dina Melchusadina, that'll work Lachamisa. Dina Melchusadina is like Situmta, but it's not going to work Lachamisa. That's what Ramosha assumes as well, that the Dina Melchusadina cannot serve to make a will valid since it, since it's, since it, it runs against, it runs up against the fundamental halachic problem that ain't Kenyan Lachamisa. Mustafa Ramosha says Dina Melchusadina cannot, uh, Cannot work to cannot work to to, to, to overcome this chesaron of kini lachermisa. However, the next paragraph, the next couple of paragraphs, Moshe says a great chiddush of his own. Why why gimel chusadina will essentially make a make a will valid? It's it, it, it's a chiddush in the same vein as the achiyazer allowing gimel chusadina 
to validate a will indirectly. Again, neither of them say that Din Mochusadina can actually override the halach of Enkini Lachamisa. Lachiezer's mechanism was to say that it worked because it takes the place of Hashlasha, it eliminates the need for Hashlasha, and therefore enables us to say Mitzvahem Div Ramos. Ramosha has a different argument why, why, why Din Mochusadina can indirectly allow it to work Lachamisa. Ramosha is Machadish, a great Chiddush. He writes in the next paragraph, So for the first Kiddush Moshe says is, Dina Malchusa can take the place of Kenyan. And that's similar, that, 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 that's similar to the Achiezer. The Achiezer said that Dina Malchusa Dina is like Situmta, that the, that, that, that the language of the Achiezer was that the Ramosha doesn't use the word Fitumta, but Ramosha says, we can say, for a somewhat different reason, a slightly different reason, he says, that Ramosha says later, that the, the, the Iker thing that you need is, is Gmiras Das, he's going to say later that, this is an idea that Post can say, that the idea of Kenyan is to generate Gmiras Das, to, uh, to clear and, 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 and uh, clear and, uh, Absolute uh, in, intentionality and person means to do this. Kenyan helps establish that, but Din Mochusadina can take the place of that, and therefore Ein Lacha Kenyan God So the first Kiddush is that it takes the place of Kenyan. Okay, but the problem is it's still Kenyan Lachamisa. Even a real Kenyan, any kind of Kenyan, even if it's Ein Lacha Kenyan God Kenyan can't work Lachamisa. So how do, how do we get around that? So then Ramosha says, Kenyan can't work Lachamisa. But in a case where you don't need a Kenyan, because Kenyan where you don't actually need a Kenyan, then it works even Lachramisa. Ramosha then goes and brings an intricate raya to this from Asugin Babastra. We'll skip the details of this raya, the rest of this paragraph. In the next paragraph, Ramosha writes, the Lachain Lomar, based on his proof from the Sugin Babastra, Dover Chadash, a great Chiddush. The Kivan Shain Sarah Kenyan, Mitam the Kasa Beza Kedushin, Noah Nasuan, Ain Varmanik and Bamira. In certain cases, things work Bamira without a Kenyan. Limited cases, but there is such a concept in halacha. In such a case, mawila tava kazu, a a a will, a, a bequest for a, that that's supposed to take effect laachar misa in a case where it doesn't need a kenyan. And those usually need a kenyan, but in those very limited cases where you don't need a kenyan, it also works laachar misa. matana kazu yerusha. A person's able to make a matana that has the status of yerusha. misa. It takes effect at the instant, at the moment of death. That this person, this person dies, and Zepirish Lachaim, and he gets the money. A person can just redirect his, his assets at the moment of death. Instead of going to Zyarshim, they go to somebody else. That works. That, that, and that's not called Kenny Lachamisa. But of course, the Moshe says, "Avlu Rakish ain't Sarah Kenyan." This this only works in those very specific circumstances where you don't need a Kenyan. But Sarah Kenyan, I'll call upon him. Ainu was Baolam. If you need a Kenyan, then then you're stuck. Then this doesn't work because you're not around anymore. When you die, you're not Baolam. Lahaknos to Melan Ishrushalayarshim, and the property belongs to the Yarshim. She ain't speaking Lahaknosim. And that's and this logic, which he derives from the Sugim Balabasri, says applies to Tzava as well. Going back to his initial point, a will which is going to be carried out according to the orders of the Dinah Malchusa of the law, they'll certainly carry out the will. You don't need a Kenyan. This is the greatest Miras Das, just like Varmanik and Bamira. In such a case where you don't need a Kenyan, 
Again, a little bit similar to the Achiezer, that the, even Odin and can't just directly validate the will, it can't just say, forget him to validate the will, it can indirectly do that. The Achiezer's mechanism was, it takes the place of Hushlash, and therefore we say, Ramosha has this elaborate Chiddush and Lamdus, that Kinyin La'achar Misa, in a case where you don't need Kinyin at all, then you can say, Zep Pirish L'Misa, Zep Pirish L'Chaim, based on the Skibar Basra, in a case where, to in a case where Dina Melchusadina eliminates a need for a Kenyan, then we don't have the problem of Kenyan L'Achar Misa, and a person is able to make a Matana L'Achar Misa, the, the Matana L'Achar Misa, and, 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 and that's how a will would work, since the law eliminates a need for a Kenyan, therefore it, uh, therefore it, since it doesn't need a Kenyan, it can work L'Achar Misa, then a couple of paragraphs later, Moshe writes, "V'zetam gadol l'mashu ba'aretz azos." In the United States, I think he means "nog in lismo chal tavos ke'elu." That's why the minog is, he says, that, that we follow, that we carry, that we follow out secular wills. Again, the same basic problem that the Benitzion and many other posts can grapple with: Should halacha follow a secular will that isn't drawn up in a way that it would that you would assume it would be valid al pi halacha? Let's accept money that was granted in wills. They, they don't have to worry that they're stealing from the Yarshim. Because of this lambdas, because that once a will is valid according to the law, it doesn't need a Kenyan. Once it doesn't need a Kenyan, it doesn't suffer from the problem of Ein, of Ein, of Ein Kenyan Lachar Misa. And that's why Tzedakah can take the money, and that's why we can honor the will and, and, and respect the terms of the will. We don't have to worry about stealing from the Yarshim. Even though he says, he, this is a Chiddush, it's hard to say that people thought of this whole, people certainly don't articulate this whole lambdas. But, but they got it right as a matter of din. They are correct, whether they, whether they had a fully conscious understanding of this whole lambdas. If they aren't Nevi'im, they're the sons of Nevi'im. And this is a lambdas, why Ramosha says, this is, a, this is his, his own, his unique lambdas, why a will, even if it wouldn't seem to be valid, insofar as it's valid according to the law, even though the law can't directly override halacha, but the law eliminates the need for Kenyan, and once there's no Kenyan, we don't, we don't have the problem of, of ain't Kenyan lachamisa, as he explains.